Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. So happy to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thank you for being here. My privilege to serve as your concierge for conversation as we give you the opportunity to be live and local as we rationally, reasonably, and respectfully discuss the issues of the day. Not a whole lot of respectfully discussing the issues of the day on the campus of Arizona State University yesterday. I don't know. Did you hear about that? That that was uh, that was very interesting. Uh, the uh, the, the student. We'll, we'll get to that story in a little bit. But uh, a part of the student body wants uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, kicked out totally. Now he's not a student at the moment, but. Uh, Oh, let's see, about a week ago, the political student organization, Mecha de ASU, Arizona State University, posted a list of demands on Instagram. And they called for the campus leadership to withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from the university to issue a statement against white supremacy and to defund their campus police in order to redirect funding to a multicultural center. Uh, So, uh, again, the four demands, withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from ASU, uh, release a statement against white supremacy and racist murderer Kyle Rittenhouse, reaffirm support for the multicultural center on campus as a space safe from white supremacy and redirect funding from ASU Police Department to support the Multicultural Center and establishment of a CARE Center, C-A-A-R-E Center. I'm not sure what that acronym stands for on campus. So, uh, anyway, uh, apparently there there were dueling demonstrations yesterday, and what brings us to mind is I'm talking about rationally, reasonably, and and respectfully discussing the issues of the day. Apparently, uh, that that was not in the cards yesterday at ASU. No. Uh, so initially, uh, students uh, care that that wanted Rittenhouse uh, kicked out of the university uh, were carrying signs like uh, "Students for Socialism." And uh, this is what they were uh, yelling. Killer Kyle off our campus! 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 All right, so uh, I'm sure you heard that. Killer Kyle off our campus. Killer Kyle off our campus. But then there was a counter demonstration uh, of folks who were equally vocal and they were saying uh, no more commies and norm, no more pedos, uh, referring to uh, child abusers. Uh, and that, of course, referring to um, one of the people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot that uh, had a uh, rap sheet including Uh, pedophilia and such. Uh, I don't want to get into that particular issue, but I just want to give you the dynamics of what were going on. So this is what the opposition was yelling. No more commies! No more commies! No more commies! Stop supporting pedos! Stop supporting pedos! Stop supporting pedos! All right, so the last part, stop supporting pedos, stop supporting pedos. So, I don't know if, if, let me ask you a question here. If, if you, first of all, I, I feel that the university ought to put their foot down. Now, I am all for free speech, no problem there. But when it comes to student organizations making demands that other students be kicked off campus, and when uh, students start, yelling uh, killer Kyle off our campus and such and uh, claiming he's a white supremacist, I think the university needs to step in and say, 
you know, we're, we're all for free speech, but we're going to do it in a civil way. That's what we're here for. I don't know about you. I went through a university system and, and postgraduate degrees. And by and large, my professors advocated critical thinking. How do we learn to think well? How do we learn to reason well? How do we learn to think through issues and listen to opposing issues and find out if there's anything there that has some nugget of truth or wisdom that we need to hear? Uh, For it might uh, cause us to either reconsider our position or at least refine it. To me, the university system right now has gone the way of the buffalo. This is absolutely atrocious to me. And in my opinion, and I'm going to step out here and say, both of my children, our children, Lori and my children, are grown. Uh, They're in their mid to late 20s, and uh, they, they are doing well. And We've always been very, very proud of them and are proud of them. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying to put myself into the parent role of, of someone who has kids carrying banners, students for socialism, and Killer Kyle off our campus, uh, claiming he was a white supremacist. And I think I'd make a phone call and say... Would you like to continue your ed- your education there if if I'm paying the dime for it? Uh, because if if so, then we need to talk about how we appropriately express our opinions in the university venue. I don't know. What do you think? Was that appropriate? Or was it not? What would you do as a parent? And even uh, for those who were saying. What was it? Uh, no more commies. Let me go back to that. What, what, what were they yelling? No more commies. No more commies. Okay, no more commies. No more commies. Stop supporting pedos. And stop, stop supporting, supporting pedos. pedos. Stop supporting pedos. I would even uh, call uh, my my children on that and say, uh, we we need to learn to uh, debate in better ways. And uh, if I'm funding your education, uh, that's part of the deal. Maybe I'm just an old fogey. Maybe I'm just uh, too steeped in tradition. Maybe I'm just inflexible. I don't know. What do you think? How would you handle it as a parent? How would you handle this as Arizona State University administration? Do you just let this go? I, I... At least, I I would think, in in the administration realm of ASU, they'd pull these groups in and say, we'll be happy to set up a debate. Here is how we conduct a rational, reasonable, and respectful debate based upon facts. This is what you're supposed to be learning in this university environment, but maybe, uh, maybe they don't care about that. What do you think? Our number here, 209-551-3483. Hadn't planned to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, really, uh, again for a while, but uh, this, this this just caught my attention right away, and I'm trying to put myself in the in the place of the university or, or, or parents of those children and, and say, I you know, th- th- this is not what a university education is supposed to be about on either side. Uh, we, we, we reason based upon facts, and we can't reason based upon facts when we're yelling stuff like this. Or like this. Uh, it's a cacophony of useful, uh, uselessness, in my opinion. Our no- number here, 209-551-3483. What would you do as a parent? On either side, would you talk to your kids about their expressions of um, their opinions in that way? And if you were at ASU administration, would you address that? Would you invite them to come and meet and debate in a more constructive way? Or as ASU apparently is doing, would you just let it go? 209-551-3483-209-551-3483. Three, four, eight, three. Many things to talk about today. Next up, 
uh, do want to talk a bit about what's happening with Alec Baldwin. Uh, ABC News special airing tonight where Alec Baldwin says he didn't he didn't pull that trigger. Well, we'll talk about that in three minutes right here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Multiple car crash in Tracy. It is westbound 205, right at the Mountain House Parkway off-ramp. Uh, again, multiple cars involved. You're backed up from 11th Street. Eastbound 120 Manteca, slow from Main to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. By now, you've heard the news. Boosters for Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines are available. They help keep your immunity strong and help keep you and others protected against COVID-19 and its variants. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find out if you're eligible and to find a booster near you. Let's keep each other safer and healthier this winter. Get your booster and don't forget to get your flu shot too. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Okay, folks, interest rates have ticked down, creating the perfect opportunity to take advantage of your home's equity. Take out some quick cash, introducing the Fast Cash Refi from First California Funding. Tom Sullivan for the local company I trust. First California Funding has a fast cash refi. You can get up to $50,000 at super low rates, close in as little as 10 days, skip two mortgage payments in the process, no bait and switch, no sitting on hold, no selling, inflation's on the horizon. Who knows how long these rates will last? Tap into these super low rates with a fast cash refi. Make the five-minute call. You will have a casual, no-pressure conversation with a local expert that has your best interest in mind. First California Funding at 916. 989-6222, 989-6222, or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real estate broker license number 01069872. NMLS number 282458. Equal housing lender. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is... Things you climb. All right, Lemu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep him looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with their super soft flannels, wrinkle-free shirts, performance shirts with stretch, and cozy sweaters that are all perfect for right now. They even have a line for her. Find the perfect gift for every guy on your list at one of 80-plus Untuck It stores or at UntuckIt.com. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's breakfast biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit Sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. So happy to have you with us today here on this Thursday afternoon in California's Central Valley. By the way, for those of you who are professional drivers, those of you who are uh, road warriors, you have my utmost respect, and I hope that you're being very careful out on the road in the mornings. I had to uh, go to Turlock today, and to do that for from where our clandestine studios are, I, I have to go through a lot of backcountry. I'm telling you, the fog was right down on the deck. Scary to me. I, you know, I'd rather be in a major rainstorm 
than in fog. Fog just uh, makes me very, very nervous. But anyway, I, I just admire those of you who are up in the wee hours of the morning. You're dealing with fog. I don't know how you do it, but I give you credit. I salute you. And uh, thank you for being safe out there, and uh, just just trust that you'll continue to operate defensively. Because I, I can't tell you how many cars... All right, let, let me get this little thing off my chest very quickly. With fog down on, down on the deck, there were people without their headlights on, for goodness sakes. Not, not trucks, but passenger vehicles, vans. SUVs without their lights on. Now, come on, people, seriously? To, to, you can't really forget when you're in heavy fog and you can't see uh, 50 yards down the roadway that, you know, might be a good idea to turn on your lights so that, A, you don't run into other people and they don't run into you. Uh, Good night. All right. Got that off my chest. We can now proceed again. I salute you, those of you who are road warriors, and please be safe out on the roadway. All right. uh, I hadn't uh, really planned to address Alec Baldwin again. Uh, This is not someone that I think about a lot. However, there is uh, a promo for this interview that's apparently going to air uh, tonight, I believe, with George Stephanopoulos uh, with ABC News. And uh, in this interview, at least in the promo, now, of course, we're, we're taking this in the context of the promo, and so that's all we have. I don't have much more than that, so I'm relying upon the, uh, the promo to have it in proper context. You never know. But George Stephanopoulos is talking, apparently, in this interview that will air tonight to Alec Baldwin. And he poses a question. George Stephanopoulos apparently will say, uh, it wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Here's Alec Baldwin's response. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. What? Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. The trigger wasn't pulled... I didn't pull the trigger? Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. Oh. Well, I'm fairly adept at handling weapons and uh, handguns. Now, I don't know. I, I believe the, the, the weapon that he was using uh, at the time in this, I guess it was a rehearsal, is, I believe, from what I understand, a Colt 45. Now, whether it's... Uh, the kind of Colt 45 that is actually a period piece or it's a reconstructed prototype, I don't know. Uh, and, and it really depends on, uh, I, I think the investigation is going to be looking at, was that uh, Colt 45 that Alec Baldwin had, was it a double action or a single action? Uh, many of you know the difference, just very quickly. Uh, Double action means you pull the trigger and it pulls the hammer back and drops the hammer uh, and uh, the the bullet fires. In uh, single action, you have to cock the hammer back and then pull the trigger. Now, in the, I think in the late 1800s, they actually were experimenting or they already had uh, double action, I believe. I, I could be wrong in that, but I believe they did. Now, whether or not that particular period piece that Alec Baldwin had in his hand was double action or, or single action, will be interesting to find out. But either way, the gun doesn't fire by itself. It does not fire by itself. Now, it's not like the drones, you know, that there were no drones back in this period piece. Something has to put pressure on the trigger, a couple of just the right amount of pressure, to make sure that either in double action mode or single action mode, whatever it is, that that trigger comes back and the hammer falls and hits the firing pin, thus 
creating a little explosion, and in a normal round, the bullet comes out. Uh, in this case, it was supposed to be a, a dummy round, but apparently it wasn't, and that's a whole other issue. My question is, how can Alec Baldwin possibly say, if the gun was in his hand and it is the bullet from the gun that, that killed uh, the, uh, the operator there and, and hit the uh, uh, producer as well, and, and, but, but killed uh, the camera operator there, somebody had to pull the trigger. <laughs> I saw one uh, opinion piece today and said it's almost like the grassy Knoll theories in, in the JFK shooting in, in Dallas. Well, here's, uh, here's a follow-up. Uh, George Stepanopoulos says, So you never pulled the trigger. Now, my question, so his question is, so you never pulled the trigger. My immediate question will be, if you didn't pull the trigger, who did? Uh, and maybe asks that later. Again, this is on a promo piece. So here's uh, Alec Baldwin's response to George Stephanopoulos' question, so you never pulled the trigger. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. One more time. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. I would never point a gun at anyone and, and pull the trigger at them, never. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. Well, then how did the gun fire? What What do you think? Is, uh, and I, I, I know no charges have been filed. The investigation is uh, in progress. I would hate to be the sheriff there. Can you imagine the political pressure on this particular thing? Here you have a, a big star. And so the question is going to be, is justice blind? Now, I'm not making a, an accusation. Uh, Alec Baldwin, this case needs to go through its uh, normal course. There needs to be evidence that's gathered. Now, an attorney... For Assistant Director Dave Halls, and remember, he was the one, uh, I believe, that handed the gun to Alec Baldwin. The attorney for Rust, Assistant Director Dave Halls, says, um, the attorney says she was told by Dave Halls that Alec Baldwin did not pull the trigger on the prop gun that discharged on the film set, killing a crew member and injuring another. Well... So was there another gun somewhere else? Was this a, uh, I don't even want to go down that road. Uh, Conspiracy theories are going to fly. She says, Dave, meaning Dave Halls, uh, his attorney says, Davis told me since the very first day I met him that Alec did not pull the trigger. His finger was never in the trigger guard. Does this make any sense to you at all? As it would seem from Alec Baldwin's reactions at the very beginning that he knew that he was the cause of this. And, and now, apparently, we're going on ABC and saying, uh, I, never, I, I never pointed the gun at anyone, and I did not pull the trigger. I did not pull the trigger. This is going to be very interesting to, to see uh, what happens here. Uh, she also, the attorney says, that Dave has also told me since day one it was an accident, pure accident, freak awful accident that unfortunately killed somebody. Back in five minutes with the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our pets are important. They're family. Whether you're working away from home or at home, your pet needs healthy activity. Canines on the Move can help you keep those pets going. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you're not able to. From dog walking to pet sitting, Canines on the Move can make a difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and your first walking service is free. 209-226-1150. Canines on the Move, 209.com. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. 
Look out for a three-car wreck in Lathrop. It's northbound 5 right before Roth Road. The left lane blocked, and you're tied up from 120. Eastbound 120 on the Manteca side, slow from Main Street all the way to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimewenow.com by Biogen and Azi. Radio advertising can connect your business with holiday shoppers wherever they go. Use iHeart Ad Builder to create an affordable custom radio ad right on your phone. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. Create your customized ad today at iHeartAdBuilder.com. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-798-2477. 800-798-2477. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Ready or not, Christmas starts now. Right now. While Santa and his elves are hard at work, you can play iHeart Christmas Radio. 100% Christmas favorites, commercial free. Download the free iHeart app and take iHeart Christmas Radio everywhere you go. Or listen at home on your smart speakers. Just tell Alexa to play iHeart Christmas Radio on iHeart Radio. Hello. iHeart. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. This report is sponsored by Chuck Chansey Gold Resort and Casino. Chick Chansey is proud to again support toys for tots and coats for kids. Giving is fun and easy. Just grab a new unwrapped toy or new coat with tags on and drop it off at Chick Chansey Gold or at Chick Chansey Crossing right next to the casino. A mix of clouds and sun today. Highs in the mid-60s. More clouds tonight as we dip into uh, the low 40s and then some fog early tomorrow morning before the sun comes out. Mid-60s once again. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And the conversation continues at area code 209-551-3483 here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. We've talked about uh, the students uh, demonstrating at Arizona State University, uh, one side wants Kyle Rittenhouse uh, kicked out of the university, not allowed to get back in, and uh, claiming that he is a white racist, etc., etc., etc. And uh, another group uh, calling the other side uh, no more commies and uh, no more pedos, meaning no more pedophiles. And so all of that uh, unrational, unreasonable, and uh, non-respectful uh, dialogue apparently took place yesterday at Arizona State University. And then, of course, we talked about Alec Baldwin saying he did not pull the trigger on that gun. And so we're thinking through how it is just, just how is it is it is physically possible for a bullet to come out of thin air with no trigger being pulled, and uh, kills someone and injured another. And uh, this, I believe, is going to bring, it, it's gonna bring up the issue 
about equitable justice. And in fact, we, we've seen some of those comments brewing as ready. Alec Baldwin, big star, lots of money. I'm sure he can afford the, the best attorneys possible. Do you not find it interesting that Alec Baldwin was not hooked up? Now, I, I can, I, I'm going to say I guarantee, I can almost guarantee that if you or I were playing with a gun and the gun accidentally went off and killed someone and injured another, uh, that we'd be hooked up and at least put in the back of the police car until things were, were sorted out. Now, obviously... There didn't seem to be any animus here. It doesn't seem to be uh, one of those issues of a premeditated homicide at all. Uh, probably an accidental shooting. And so at least in California law, we might be looking at some manslaughter charges. But as far as I know, Alec Baldwin hasn't uh, been interviewed yet. So much unknown. But again, this interview coming down tonight, I just... Uh, it's a mystery to me that he's going on national television now with, with George Stepanopoulos, which is, anyway, on ABC, and uh, saying, I, I didn't pull the trigger. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger. Well, how did the bullet hit the woman and kill her and hit the producer uh, as well? Well, we'll... We'll find out how that uh, how that turns out shortly. It'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, by the way, tonight, just a few program notes before we uh, move on. Today at 4, of course, it's the Trevor Carey Show. And then coming up at uh, 5 o'clock tonight, tonight it's uh, the Dallas Cowboys. They're, what, 7-4 versus the New Orleans Saints or the Nolans Saints, right? I, I ran... Uh, one or two conventions in New Orleans uh, for an international, international entertainment group that uh, I'm part of, and I ran their conventions for a while. But anyway, I was was told by natives there it's not New Orleans. It is not New Orleans or New Orleans. It's Nolans. Am I right? Anybody from Nolans? can correct me or affirm me on that. Anyway, Dallas Cowboys 7-4 and four against the New Orleans Saints or the Nolan Saints uh, uh, today at uh, 5 p.m. The Saints, I think, are 5-6, uh, and six, and so it should be, uh, should be a good, uh, good contest. So, again, that's uh, coming up. Trevor Carey at 4 today, Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints at 5 o'clock. Let's move now to the Oxford Township in Michigan. Remember that Ethan Crumbly is identified as 15-year-old as the suspect who uh, committed murder. Apparently, that's what he's being charged with uh, at his school there. He fired, a, he went into a bathroom with a backpack. He came out with a semi-automatic handgun and began firing at students in the hallway. Four students were killed, 16-year-old Tate Meyer, 14-year-old Hannah St. Juliana, and Madison Baldwin and Justin Schilling, uh, the last two, both 17-year-olds. So a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and two 17-year-olds killed by this 15-year-old. And uh, as you know, he was uh, taken into custody without incident uh, by the Sheriff's Department there. What's interesting to me here, and I, I want to get your input on this. Apparently, the sheriff's, de- or, or at least, uh, if not the sheriff's department, the uh, district attorney's office is looking at potentially filing charges against Ethan Crumbly's parents. Now, apparently, they were at the school. They were at the Oxford uh, uh, School. Uh, high school before this incident occurred to talk about their son. We don't have the content of that conversation, but according to the sheriff, Mike Bouchard, he's told reporters that uh, 
Crumbly's parents were called to the school uh, that Tuesday, quote, for behavior in the classroom that was concerning, end quote. Uh, Ethan remained in the school, and the shooting apparently occurred a few hours later. Uh, the sheriff says he didn't say what uh, had worried school officials. Uh, he said investigators believe the gun was already in the school of about uh, 1,700 people. But what's interesting is that uh, the prosecutor, Karen McDonald, said charges are being considered against Crumbly's parents. She said owning a gun means securing it properly and locking it and keeping the ammunition separate. Well, let me address that in just a moment. (laughs) She also said the terrorism charge, he's been charged with terrorism, is appropriate in this case, and here's her reasoning for this. She says, what about all the children who ran, screaming, hiding under desks? Those are victims too, and so are their families, and so is this community. I, I agree with that. Uh, they they were they were terrorized. I uh, I don't really have any angst about that, but I I'm I'm concerned about this aspect of charging the parents. Now, he's a 15 year old. I know he's a minor, <clears throat> but her comment about the storage of guns. Owning a gun means securing it properly and locking it and keeping the ammunition separate. Well, it depends on why you have the gun. If you have a weapon for self-defense, all right, by a show of hands or phone calls, what do you do with a weapon that is intended to help you defend your home? Let me run a scenario by you. Bad guy or gal breaks down the front door or kicks in a window, enters your home with some kind of a weapon and comes at you in a threatening manner. What do you do? You tell them, I'm sorry, would you hang on just for a moment? I'm going to run to my gun safe and use the combination lock or the push-button lock. I'm going to unlock that. I'm going to retrieve my weapon, and then I'm going to go find my ammunition, which is located in a separate place, and I'm going to load the ammunition into a magazine, and then uh, I'm going to slap that magazine into the gun, and then you you and I can have a fair fight. I don't understand her comment there. That's not the way it works. The perp- For many people, the purpose of having an accessible weapon in their home is if your home is threatened, if your life is threatened, you want immediate access to a weapon that is loaded and ready to go. Now, should it be accessible to little children? No. But this kid is 15 years old. He's a teenager. Pretty much... He's a man. I don't know about you, but 15 years old, I, what was I doing at 15? I, uh, I was, uh, I was a police explorer, Pasadena Police Department at that time, and uh, I wanted a career in law enforcement, and uh, we were given uh, certain things to do, like directing traffic and uh, answering telephones. I mean, it took a lot, a lot, a lot of responsibility. It's this is the time when you're becoming a man or you're becoming a woman. Uh, you're a female becoming a woman. Not anyway. You understand what I mean. I I don't understand the prosecutor's thought there. But here's here's my concern. Here's my question uh, for you. I am concerned about the parents being charged. Do you think that's a righteous charge? Do you think that's proper? And what about this issue of adding uh, terrorism to the charges? Do you think in this case that that is warranted as well? Two questions for us to think about. Are the charges against Ethan's parents justified? Apparently the charges they're thinking about leveling against them. 
And do you feel the uh, terrorist charge is applicable in this particular situation? Let's talk about it. I'll be back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Tracy is tied up westbound 205 at the Mountain House Parkway off-ramp. It's a multiple car crash. You're backed up from Hanson Road. The eastbound side of 205 also slow because of looky-loos, 580 all the way to Mountain House. And then your crosstown freeway eastbound in Stockton, slow from Wilson Way to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimewenow.com by Biogen and Azi. You have homeowner's insurance for a good reason, because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy does not cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially, which is why you need home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature and documents stating you sold your home to him. Then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove you did not commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone, from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative, trying to forge their way onto your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and enter RADIO for 30 days of free protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Mass Mutual knows that your finances can be an uncomfortable conversation. Mark, we should really talk about our money. Yep, we really should. Like we never talk about our savings. No, we never talk about that. Or our assets. Or our debt. Yeah, we really should talk about our debt. We need one of those financial plans. One of those will make a difference. We should talk about it. We really should. Talk to us about financial wellness today. Feel comfortable about tomorrow. Mass Mutual. Live Mutual. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's breakfast biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And Mike Douglas back with you, your concierge for conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV on the Mike Douglas Show. Talking about uh, the shooting suspect at Oxford High School, Ethan Crumbly, and uh, the prosecutors thinking about charging his parents with something and charging him with uh, terrorism as well. We're getting your thoughts on that. Let's uh, go to John from uh, Brentwood. Uh, John, welcome to the show. What do you think about these possible charges for the parents and uh, the terrorism aspect? The terrorism charge I have no problem with at all. Um, if, if one of my children were in that school, I would, you know, I'm sure my... <laughs> You know what I'm saying. But as far as the other charge goes, I would need a little bit more information. This obviously was a very troubled kid. He was not good in school. He had major issues in school, major ongoing issues in school. And he kept a journal about shooting up the school. So if I, and, and with initial reports, I don't really have that much of a problem with charging the parents with something because if you're that oblivious, if you have a kid that's this bad and you don't notice anything, um, 
then there's something wrong. And if, and if you buy a gun and you have a kid that's getting in trouble and doing all this stuff, mm. you might want to keep it out of his out of his reach, you know, just for safeguard. Um, this this kid was trouble. This kid was getting in trouble in school. Um, you know, the, the sheriffs were called to school. From what I could tell, more than once because of him. And to buy a gun and then just leave it out where he could get it, it to me, is just idiotic. Yeah, yeah, good point, John. Thanks so much for your call. Uh, good points there, and I, I think you, I, I agree with you that there needs to be some wisdom on 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 part of the parent on the part of the parents regarding having weapons accessible to someone who may be troubled. Well, let's find out what some more of you think about that at two zero nine five five one three four eight three uh let's uh, go to modesto and danny danny what do you think about uh charging the parents and uh, the terrorism aspect i completely agree with the terrorism charge uh what he did to the the entire school body um kids shot and surviving and those that witnessed what went on they're going to have to live with that the rest of their lives so terrorism charge great i'm on the fence about the parents if uh the kid was as bad as the last caller um said uh you know maybe they should not have had the gun laying around i have guns in my house i'm a little bit little bit older my kids are grown and gone i don't have any grandkids so i have loaded guns in different parts of my house we raised our kids around guns and they knew not to touch any gun Um, any gun they come across is loaded period you don't touch it absolutely tell somebody about it yes um so they they grew up with that mindset um so you know that's that's where i am but i do have loaded guns in the house in different parts of the house so i don't have to go get it out of the safe load it right if i need it well danny uh thank you some some great thoughts danny what i appreciate about that is that you have trained your children that's a key there. Danny, thanks so much. Uh, got quite a few calls we want to try to uh, squeeze in here. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to Modesto again. And Vince, uh, Vince, welcome. What's, uh, what are your feelings regarding charging the parents and these terrorism charges? Of course, uh, they should be slapped with uh, accessory to the crime. And uh, terrorism, yes, because he did terrorize the community, whatever he did. Yeah, Vince. I uh, hello. I I think uh, yeah. If you can hear me, that that's uh, I think one of the main issues is uh, he has created a terrible uh, tidal wave of feelings and injuries in that community. And so I agree with you, Vince. The the terrorism charge. Uh, I fully agree. I'm I'm still trying to think through about charging the parents. Uh, but let's find out uh, what Kathleen thinks in Oakdale. Kathleen, uh, what is your take on this issue? Uh, my take is I think that uh, the district attorney should bring charges against the school because the school had access uh, to uh, the student. And I think that um, uh, anytime uh, an authority is substituting for the parents' authority or filling in for the parents' authority, that 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 substitute or that filling in is responsible, is liable for the child's behavior, not the parent. And uh, that I think we all have to be clear on that. And um, and then I think that as far as the terrorism charges go, absolutely. It sounds to me like that student was on his soapbox, and uh, so he was he was trying to uh, push something on uh, to the community, and that he was trying to do it by using a gun. He was trying to force something onto the community. And so I think it really was, in his mind, an act of terrorism. I think that's really what he intended it, that incident yeah. to be. Kathleen, let me ask just a quick point of clarification. Are you saying that school officials ought to be charged with something because uh, they have some responsibility here? Did, did I understand that correctly? I suspect so. I suspect okay. that there is something that they could have done uh, to uh, – 
stop this from happening. Okay. Uh, they were aware enough of his behavior. Ah, in- interesting point, Kathleen. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate your comments. And uh, let's go very quickly uh, back to Modesto again. And uh, Debbie, what what are your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, I'd like to give credit to every caller that called in. All their opinions were worthy and acceptable. But there's one thing we're missing. And what we're missing is we're right now on the edge of a cliff in this country, and particularly in California. This young man, when I saw him on television, if you look at body language, if you listen to the dialogue between the brothers, you've got to take all the things in consideration. Everybody knew, all the way to the school, she's right. The lady is right. Everybody knew that this young man had some emotional problems. Mm -hmm. He should have had care a long time ago. If you looked at his body language, you would have seen a beaten human being that was so ashamed, so completely didn't know which way to turn. If he had a choice and he's not watched, he might try to kill himself because I think that he wasn't really trying to terrorize people as he was a lost soul and he didn't know where to turn. And his parents didn't make it any better because they didn't get him any help. Where is everybody today? Yeah, De- what are we thinking? Yeah, Debbie, I, 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 I think I think you bring up a, a, a great point. Thanks for the call, by the way. Excellent. And and what you bring to my mind, Debbie, and I think this is very important, is is nipping this stuff early on. If we see signs uh, that don't look right, how do we deal with them effectively to prevent things? And I think what you're talking about, Debbie, is prevention. And we need to do a better job of that. Debbie, thanks. You've got the last word today. And uh, thank you for joining us today, Trevor. Carry up at four o'clock, and it's uh, Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints at five o'clock. I'm Mike Douglas. Thanks for joining me today. See you tomorrow at three here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.